All right, hold. You are listening to Tangential Friendship with Joey Pearson and Sarah Fader. We are so ADHD. We are that this day has fallen apart as we've planned around it. We were originally going to record an hour ago, then we moved it up by an hour, and then I completely forgot that we were going to record and agreed to go meet my boyfriend's grandparents for the first time. So I've got to leave soon. So this is going to be a shorty. Yes, that's okay, though. This is like the McDonald's episode of Tangential Friendship. And like to make matters worse, uh, my voice is kind of hoarse because I went to the Taylor Swift concert this weekend and it hasn't fully recovered yet. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. Also, I have to put my phone on do not disturb so I don't get disturbed. There we go. That's okay. I'm I'm going to try to plug in my microphone because you're currently just getting me through the old fashioned phone speaker. Let's go. Like the olden days. Like the days of old. The All right. Can you hear old. me? I can hear you. Okay. Do I sound good? Well, I mean, as good as I can with this voice. <laughs> always sound good. Okay. This is great. Oh, now you sound like profesh, like super, super profesh. <sighs> I've always wanted to sound professional. I've never sounded professional a day in my life, I don't think. <laughs> we are professional neurodivergence. <laughs> That's what we are. That's what we're trying to be, at least at this point. Um, so since we have only a short amount of time, um, do we just kind of want to talk about things we've got coming up that we want to talk about, topics we want to preview? Yeah, so we will be talking about shows that we will watch together and then discuss later. So one of the things that we want to talk about is, and just like that, which we are both huge Sex and the City fans, mm -hmm. lots of thoughts on and just like that. You know what's so funny? When, when and just like that came out, I was like, why is it and just like that? I thought they would call it, I couldn't help but wonder. <laughs> That's good. No, I, I, I like the title and just like that it makes sense because in every episode carrie would end with some sentence that began with and just like that so it kind of makes sense but i still call it sex in the city because most people um who aren't obsessed with it like we are don't understand when you say oh i've been watching and just like that they're like what's that and i'm like sex in the city show fine it's sex in <laughs> the city okay i what do you think of miranda with gray hair versus miranda with red hair I kind of miss the gray hair, you know? She was rocking the gray hair. I mean, she looks good with the red hair, but I am a really big fan of the movement of um, women in Hollywood who are going with their natural gray, like Andy McDowell and Allison Janney. And for the first part of the last season, Carrie, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker had her gray hair there. And I kind of like it because I like the normalization of gray hair as we get older. I agree. I, you know what? Um, I My grays are coming in. I actually would like to have, my my thought of late is that I want to take my blonde streaks and make them platinum, so I'll be like rocking some gray, you know? I've thought about doing a silver streak, like, you know, Rogue from X-Men. That's a, a thought I've had. I'm just not sure. I haven't been brave enough to pull the trigger on it yet. It's so dope. Like, when you see people actually, like, pull it off. Like, I remember this guy in my youth group when I was a, a member of National Federation of Temple Youth, Nifty, <laughs> um, he naturally had that silver stripe and he was like 16 years old and I was like that is fucking badass like I don't know what that comes from sometimes I've heard tales that that is from like a traumatic experience and you like mm -hmm. prematurely go gray 
Mm -hmm. I don't know about I don't you. know. Well, I don't know. My brother has a patch of gray hair behind his ear um, that he's had since we were kids. Like, we don't know why. He just always had a small patch of gray hair. So, I, I mean, there's all sorts of reasons why our hair does what it does or why our bodies do what they do, I suppose. It's so weird. It's weird listening. I'm sorry. I'm having an ADHD moment with the microphone and my headphones in. I'm hearing my voice and it doesn't sound like me and it's distracting me so much. Isn't that so weird? <laughs> I, I used to hate when you like tape recorded yourself when you were younger and then you're, you, think to yourself, you think that doesn't sound like me. Who's that? I mean, I actually, I don't mind this voice. It kind of sounds sort of raspy and sexy, so I don't really mind it, but it's it's just very weird. I, I, I'm sure my voice will come back by tomorrow or so, but I mean, I'm like, I'm into I did it. some I, serious damage. I've never lost my voice my mom for used more to than say, 48 hours. Um, that when when she heard raspy voices my mom used to say that they sounded like lauren bacall and i don't know <laughs> i don't know who lauren bacall is i feel like lauren i love lauren bacall. you don't know who lauren bacall is no tell me who lauren bacall is okay we are ladies and gentlemen we're definitely going to dedicate like an episode or 10 to lauren bacall she's i'm obsessed with her i became obsessed with her during the pandemic it, she was one of those things that i fixated on because i grew um you know, fascinated with expanding my movie um, selection. And I watched a lot of oldies. And so I um, got really into Humphrey Bogart at one point. And, and Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart were married and they started four movies together. And I read her autobiography. So I know the history. And I, I, it's really hard to like condense, condense her all down to like a short few minutes because she was such... Uh, a fascinating and incredible woman for me. Um, she was a Jewish woman from New York. Um, her original name, I think, was Betty Persky. Um, so Lauren Bacall came later. Came later when she got into Hollywood. You know, they always change their names in Hollywoods. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's just this incredible Hollywood figure. She was an actress. She was also a political activist and, and just like an all-around fascinating person to read about in her autobiography. And I think there's another biography coming out about her and Bogie's relationship, which was fascinating because they, she was 19 and he was in his late forties when they met. Nice. So quite okay. the age gap. Wow. Yeah. Quite the oh age gosh, gap. I just totally got a Lauren Bacall breakdown. We need to dedicate an entire episode to her. It's happening. And that was like a terrible breakdown. That was just like off the, off the cuff for me. I'm sure I got some of that info wrong, but she's such a fascinating individual. I'd love to spend an entire episode. Like we're, Something viewers you should know is that at times um, Sarah and I are going to give each other as well as you guys homework for future episodes. And so I'm going to have to go come up with a syllabus for Lauren Bacall because we got we got things to talk about. <laughs> OK, so I'm assigning all of you that are listening. The assignment is you need to find out one movie that Lauren Bacall was in that you would like to watch. Watch it and then let us know what you think. You know, and I'll list off some titles right now, and some of them you guys might know. Probably one of the most well-known for our cultural zeitgeist would probably be um, Hayao Miyazaki's Howl's Moving Castle. She was the voice of the Witch of the Waste. Um, so that was probably my first, the first movie I saw with Lauren Bacall in, to be perfectly honest. Um, she was also in a movie directed by Barbara Streisand called The Mirror Has Two Faces. I know that uh, movie! Oh my god, uh, I love that movie! 
she got a Golden Globe nomination. And honestly, I think she was robbed. She should have gotten more awards for that movie because she's just incredible. I love her entrance at the beginning um, at her daughter's wedding that she doesn't approve of because her daughter's marrying a Christian man. And she's like, you're marrying outside of the faith. And she shows up in this ridiculous show-stealing outfit and her daughter's so pissed because her mom's trying to steal the show. Dude, I need to watch that like tonight because I, I the last time I watched that was years ago. I want to say like so that's your Lauren Bacall movie. You gotta watch that. Yeah. It's an incredible one. Um, the classics that I love are her um, her very first one with Humphrey Bogart. That's called To Have and Have Not. It's a really interesting um, love story set in Martinique during World War Two. I hope I'm right. I'm sorry. My I, I'm really bad with dates in my head. But that's a really beautiful, that, well, iconic film. A lot of people recognize, like, you know, you know how to whistle, don't you, Steve? Just put your lips together and blow. You know, that, that's a very classic line. That is classic. I, you know, you are so professional right now. Like, I feel, <laughs> I feel so educated by your filmography skills. I want to, this I is get hyper, that's one of my hyper fixations. I get really hyper fixated on film and film history. And I find it all very fascinating. And Lauren Bacall is one of those individuals that I can spend hours, if not days, talking about. Um, so yeah, there's three titles to give you guys. Yes, we we you have to. I love hyperfixations, and I love that I now have so much homework. I have there's going to be so much homework to come to. <laughs> I have the most bizarre hyperfixations. When I was a, when I was a kid. I was obsessed with air conditioners and learning the different brand names of air conditioners and the best quality ones. And I, <laughs> when I went to buy an air conditioner from this person on Facebook Marketplace, I was inspecting the different brands and I was like, do you have any Friedrich or Fetters? <laughs> like, that's how crazy I am, right? So he's like, wow, you know a lot about air conditioners for a girl. And I was like, hey, hey, first of all, I feel like, you yeah. know, how people, you know, I call, I'm a collector and like I collect a lot of things, you know, comic books, shoes, you know, whatever. But I think the thing that I collect the most are like hyper fixations. I've got so many of those, uh, you know, like, yep. <laughs> what you describing um, air conditioners is me looking at like um, skincare and hair care products. Yep. I'm so fixated on figuring out what's the best and most ethical and environmental um, products that I should be using that's healthy and it's good for me and the planet. Um, it'd be cool to talk more about that on other episodes. Um, I have recommendations. Have you tried Coco Kind? I have not. No. Currently, I'm trying um, for my hair, Kristen S. She's got a really lovely line that's been very gentle. And by the way, I'm going to teach you guys something that I didn't know for 31 years of my life. I don't know if you knew this, Sarah, you probably did. And I'm just a dummy, but I just learned this is that I've been shampooing and conditioning my hair entirely the wrong way. So with shampoo, you know, I would always, you know, you squeeze it into your hand and then I'll kind of like slap it right on top of my scalp and then pile all of my hair up on my head. And then you make this like giant frothy mess on top of your head. And then my hair would feel like super dry and tangly afterwards. And then I would do the same thing with the conditioner, plop it on my head and like get it all messed up and whatnot. And then I would have a very oily scalp afterwards. And then, you know, years of like dandruff and, you know, just problems with that. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. Shock. Who knows? A lot of people are rolling their eyes at me right now, but I like, I'm very happy about this because my hair's never been healthier. 
with your shampoo, what you got to do is you squeeze it in your hand and then, you know, rub it around. That's called emulsifying. It's like emulsification. Um, and then just keep it towards your scalp. The shampoo should only be in your roots and your scalp. You shouldn't be taking it down if you've got long hair all the way to the tips because that's going to dehydrate your hair. Shampoo is meant to cleanse your scalp and get the buildup there out of there. Then what you want to do is you take your, after you wash out your shampoo, you can rinse and repeat if you got to. Now I understand why you rinse and repeat. I never got that before. That always felt like a waste of shampoo, but now I understand because sometimes my hair still felt oily. So it's like, oh, got to do a little bit more. So then once you do your shampoo process, conditioner, put that in your hands, rub it around, and then like only rake it through like an inch or two away from your scalp. It shouldn't be going through through your scalp and your roots because otherwise you're going to get that oily buildup and that's how dandruff and things happen. So yeah. And then like I leave it in my hair outside of the shower spray for a while while I like shave my legs and whatever. And then, you know, let, let it soak in so that your hair is nice and moisturized. And then like, I got the softest hair now. It's never been this healthy. I've always wondered how salons do it. So I, I only, salons. I too only found that out this year. So oh, okay. you're on the same page. No, I didn't know because I used to do the same thing. I would put the shampoo and like, you know, put my hair all up in a messy yeah. situation. And then I found out that you're only supposed to be doing that on your scalp. And I was like, where the hell have I been? But I do know that. Um, and then also to add to this, we are, we are such good educators. Yeah, we're <laughs> um, learning things, guys. We're teaching we're, and learning. Passing we're on learning, knowledge. Teaching and learning. So um, I also learned that... Um, the dirtier, the better. So you're only supposed to shampoo your hair once a week. And oh, that's news to me. <laughs> yeah. So, so unless like, you know, this is for just like regular, you know, hair. So you shampoo it once a week. You could condition like every day if you wanted to. But for mm -hmm. me, and you'll, you'll relate because you have curly hair, the dirtier, the better. So you shampoo, you condition, you deep condition, and then the entire week, all you need to do is rehydrate your hair with a spray bottle. That's it. Mm, we're like plants. <laughs> Just yeah, in our, our like leaves. Because the thing that your hair wants the most as, as a curly girl is water. Because yeah. rehydration is going to make your hair softer. And you'll find if you only shampoo your hair once a week, it's going to be so much healthier. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, if you want to, you know, encourage more hair growth, maybe quicker growth, um, you know, give yourself scalp massages. Yes. That's really good because then you get the blood circulating. I've got a, I've got a scalp massager that I bought off of Amazon that I use before my showers to exfoliate your scalp. Those things are really so relaxing good. too. Like they're relaxing yeah. and they're proactive. Also castor oil, the benefits mm -hmm. of castor oil, you put a little bit in your scalp and your ends, um, good for hair growth. And, um, I, I also have a little trick if you don't feel like buying hair gel, mm -hmm. you mix together castor oil and aloe vera, boom, natural hair gel. That's good. I just learned about rosemary water. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm going to go to the grocery store this week to buy some rosemary and some lavender, which you're supposed to boil on the stove in some water for a period of time and let it soak. And then with once you strain it with the water it's supposed to you put spray it on your scalp and kind of rub it in it's supposed to promote hair growth so yeah, i'm that's something i'm experimenting and rosemary yeah. smells so good yeah it's super refreshing it'll be just like overall really good for your scalp health i mean um like i've mentioned i'm in my 30s now and it's time for me to be like 
a little bit more responsible with my body as well as the planet. So like I'm going to the gym now regularly and I'm making sure that I'm doing the best things for my skin and my hair. But dude, and, you your know. voicemail was so funny when you were like, I don't know, I don't understand why people work out. This is horrible. I absolutely <laughs> hate exercise. And now I'm at the point, I'm 43. You're in your 30s. I'm in my early 40s. Mm -hmm. We got to get our shit together. We have to start mm -hmm. working out. I, I got, we bought an elliptical on Craigslist mm -hmm. and I need to start using it. And I'm going to, I need you to be my accountability ADHD partner on this. Cause I know uh -huh. if I don't tell you that I worked out, I won't do it. I think one of the best things I did is cause I just completed my sixth class today is that I joined, um, a small gym in my town. Um, it's the gym's called Sasquatch strength. And I decided that um, I didn't want to just like join a giant gym because I knew that I probably wouldn't get as deep a workout for as big a transformation as I kind of want. So I heard about this place called Sasquatch Strength that does weight training. And the thing about weight training is it's about building muscle. And when you build muscle, you need to eat a lot. And I love to eat. That's the thing. I don't want to diet. I don't want to, so you know, so like. I'm learning about high protein diets and like what food is going to give me that good energy that I need in order to go handle a 25 pound barbell, which is my currently my max weight. I'm very, I, like I said, this, this is my sixth class. I just went up from 15 pounds to 25 pounds, which feels yeah, huge. My, that is amazing. Yeah. But like, what's crazy is that I go to a 9am class and there's like five of us in there and like, there are a couple of like 70 year old women and these women are doing like the massive barbells, like 30, 40 pounds. And I'm like, I'm a 31 year old. And I can barely do 15. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so proud of you. Like that is so amazing. It's good. Like I got, I got the start, starting to biceps right now and my ass has never felt tighter. It's fantastic. It's really humbling when old women are lifting more than you are. <laughs> It's, it's humbling, but it's also massively inspiring because it's just like, okay, these women are doing that at their age and I'm just starting now and I've got decades ahead. Like, who knows? I, I could be a bodybuilder for all I know. I'm really enjoying it. So how old are these ladies? I mean, I haven't personally asked because it's personally, I think it's rude <laughs> to ask people their age, but they look like they're like late sixties, early seventies. It's so impressive. I mean, my mom was about that life. Like she was always like going, like wanting to exercise, going to yoga, stuff mm -hmm. like that. But the thing is that there's something really powerful about like lifting weights. It is so empowering. I'm loving it. And I encourage everybody to maybe try it because like as good as like um, yoga and, and that sort of stuff is like, um, there's something just super powerful about working your muscles and pushing yourself to the limits. Like there have been days where like Sarah can attest where I'm texting her. I'm like, I think I'm going to vomit. It's only an hour long class, but like, I, I feel, you know, I go, I, I go into class being all perky. I got a smile. I look cute. My hair is done. And then by the end of class, I've come out and I look like I've gone to war and that like I'm <laughs> melting and I'm on the edge of death. <laughs> but you know what? It feels so good. Like it's fun. I feel so good right now. Tomorrow, I'm not going to feel great. I can already tell tomorrow I'm not going to be able to sit down properly. <laughs> you know but, what, though? Then you know, if you can't sit down, you know you did something right. 
Yeah. The first workout I did with this class, um, which by the way, one of the things about this class that I really enjoyed is that like, they didn't offer me a free class. They offered me a free consultation. Um, and then like, I had the option to join the gym with a gym plan, which I know for some people they're raising their eyebrows going like, "Mm, it sounds like a scam. But, um, the reason why they don't offer uh, a free class is because every single day is a different instructor with different exercises and every month is a different focus point of exercises so if you take a free class you're not necessarily getting like a full idea of like what all you're doing because there's so many different things that they they do so many different programs so many different combinations and so i decided like i'm here the universe kind of brought me here i think for a reason so i took a chance and dropped fourteen hundred dollars to for six month membership so it's not a small amount of money girl it's not it's an investment i'm investing in myself and i think that's like a really great motivator for me because now it's like well i've dropped this money and i've told all these people that i'm doing this thing i better freaking do it so i'm going right now twice a week i'm hoping to amp it up to like three times a week the um the instructors there were joking this week they were like you're coming in tomorrow right I'm like no I'll see you Friday and they're like (laughs) come in in later I'm like I got a life you guys but that's more of a cop out I I mean I do have a life but I do I could make time to go do at least one more class because they're one hour classes so that's the next things to push myself to do maybe one more class a week and then who knows by December I might be an entirely different person I might be an Amazon at that point (laughs) In my mind, you're already an Amazon. I've always wanted to be an Amazon. Like today I was thinking in my head, like the vibes that I want, because you always want good vibes when you go into the gym, especially doing weight training. You don't want to be feeling shitty about yourself. You want to be like, I can fucking do this. And so today, like I was thinking about one of my favorite characters of all time, Wonder Woman, Wonder freaking Woman, Diana Prince. And I was like, God, and I was like, kind of like envisioning to myself what it would be like if like I got cast to be the next Wonder Woman and I was in like a really badass trailer and I'm like, oh, yeah, the haters will be like, who's this fucking nobody playing Wonder Woman? But I'm like, yeah, but I got the fucking powerful bod for it, yo. That was like the vibe I was going into the gym with. I sound insane. I sound totally delusional, but I'm a Pisces. We're a delusional breed. <laughs> oh, oh, hell yeah. Wonder Woman is the fucking shit. And also, you remember that you are like, what are you, 5'10"? I'm 5'9". I, we're going to go with, see, see, I was close. I was close. But, yeah. I, I, you know, like, you're you're tall. And I'm, yeah, and not all, and you're not just like tall, like, like physically, like you have a tall personality. I feel like, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. like I feel like I'm short, but I also have a tall personality and it's not like a Napoleon complex. But my point is, you know, I like that Pisces, the dreamer in you, you walk into the gym, you're like, I'm fucking Wonder Woman. What's up? I love it. Yeah. And you know what? I think that was the best note for us to end this very short podcast because I just realized that I'm running late. Now I gotta go meet my boyfriend's grandparents for the very first time. So, oh my God. <laughs> well, I, I'm excited for you and your Wonder Woman rock star self. So, until next time. Until next time, you guys. We'll see you then and we'll report back on my Wonder Woman status. <laughs>